0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 271 of this daily study podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 106 to 108 um, in the week of September the 20th to September the 26th. And today we are going to conclude our study of Doctrine and Covenants 107, leaving us uh, tomorrow to be able to look at uh, Doctrine and Covenants 108. So, um, as we get toward the end of Doctrine and Covenants 107, there's two main sections or two main things that we could we could discuss. Uh, the first is about kind of how the priesthood was handed down from father to son uh, through the patriarchs of the early dispensations, uh, how it has blessed their families in that time. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into that, though, Um uh, but what I'm going to look at is kind of the end of this section where the Lord then goes into specific details about uh, presidents of the quorums of deacons and teachers and priests and so on, uh, the bishop and other things like that. Um, I'm going to start with how uh, the presence of the deacons um, in verse 85, it says, who presides over 12 deacons, uh, teaches them their duty, edifying one another as it is given according to the covenants. Um, I think that this is an important point that we need to recognize that with these priesthood quorums, there is a special role given to them. Uh, and they are to take this uh, with, with reverence. Um, David L. Beck said, quote, The scriptures teach that Aaronic priesthood quorums are to sit in council and edify or build up and strengthen one another. You edify as you teach gospel truths share scriptural experiences, and bear testimony. The youth curriculum encourages these kinds of interactions in quorum meetings, but this can only happen when every member of the quorum feels loved and respected. Mocking and teasing have no place in a quorum meeting, especially when feelings are openly shared. Quorum presidencies must take the lead in ensuring that quorum meetings are a safe place for everyone to participate, close quote. I think that sometimes... uh... We don't look at um, the the important nature uh, of these uh, Aaronic priesthood quorums or perhaps uh, recognise the the authority that they hold. Remember that the deacon's quorum president and the teacher's quorum president are two of the four individuals in the ward uh, who hold priesthood keys. Um, And in fact, if you want to include the stake in that, the deacon's and teacher's quorum presidents uh, within the stake are pretty much um, almost half of the key holders in the stake because you have the bishops and you have the old quorum presidents. and then the only other uh, priest, the only other key holder in the stake is the state presidents. So these deacons and teachers, quorum presidents make up a god, a, a good chunk uh, of the key holders in the wards and stakes that they serve, but do we recognize them as having that authority and responsibility? Uh, to defy and strengthen their fellow quorum members and to lead out in supporting the ordinances that they oversee. For a presence of the teachers quorum, they sit in council and preside over 24 teachers uh, with priests, 48 priests. um, And of course, the presence of the priest quorum is the bishop. And finally, the duty of the presence of the elders is to preside over 96 elders and to sit in council with them. And to teach them according to the covenants. Um, this is, you know, important for us to understand and recognize uh, the the authority and the and the importance of these court priesthood quorums. Uh, moving forward, then, as we reach the end of this section, there is these two well known verses. After all that has been said and done about priesthood and about the authority and power of the priesthood, which we can see in our lives, in verse ninety nine, it says. Wherefore, now let every man learn his duty and act in the office in which he is appointed in all diligence. Now, obviously, <clears throat> this could be referring to uh, specifically the brethren in, in priesthood quorums, uh, but I do think that um, we have the importance uh, aspects of how again these priesthood. Um, these teachings on, on the priesthood, the power and authority of it also applies to brethren and sisters uh, in the church who have an office or a calling under the keys and direction of the priesthood. President Henry B. Eyring said, quote, we are to learn our duties from the Lord and there we are to act in all diligence, never being lazy or slothful. The pattern is simple but not easy to follow. We are so easily distracted Studying the daily news can appear more interesting than than the priesthood lesson manual. Sitting down to rest can be more attractive than making appointments to visit those who need our priesthood service. When I find myself drawn away from my priesthood duties by other interests, when my body begs for rest, I give to myself this rallying cry, remember him. The Lord is our perfect example of diligence in in priesthood service. He is our captain. He calls us. He goes before us. He He chose us to follow him and to bring others with us, close quotes. Important words that by President Arring about our role uh, in leading out and to serving and blessing other others uh, in the world around us. Uh, and then in verse 100, it says, He that is slothful shall not be counted worthy to stand, and he that learns not his duty and shows himself not approved shall not be counted worthy to stand. Even so, amen. Uh, we have this su- this such important uh reminder that we have to go about and search how we can be more proactive in our call in our in our duties and our responsibilities to those that we have stewardships uh with whether that is as a leader uh, of a quorum or, or or an organization in the church or whether that is uh as a teacher a leader of a class or whether that is as Uh, a ministering brother or sister. Um, We cannot be slothful about this. This work is such an important thing. Uh, President Thomas S. Monson said, quote, Elder Stephen L. Richard spoke often to holders of the priesthood and emphasised his philosophy. He declared, the priesthood is usually defined as the power of God delegated to man. This definition, I think, is accurate. But for practical purposes, I like to define the priesthood in terms of service and the frequency I call it the perfect plan of service. I do so because it seems to me that it is only through the utilisation of the divine power conferred um, on men that they may ever hope to realise the full import and vitality of this endowment. It is an instrument of service, and the man who fails to use it is apt to lose it. For they, for, for we are plainly told by revelation that he who neglects it shall not be counted worthy to stand. The priesthood is not static, and, and a man's ordination is not static investiture there may be some men however who so regard it for they seem to be smug and content in their ordinations i can well imagine such a man going into the presence of the great eternal judge and saying in substance while i was on earth as a high priest i come now to claim the reward of a high priest i think it is not difficult to suppose what his, his may be his answer he may well we may well he may well might likely be met with such questions as these what did you did you do when you were high priest how did you use this great power which you held? Whom did it bless? Upon his reply to such interrogate interrogatories as these will, will his reward be predicated. Close quote. Basically, what is being said here, and again, this can apply again to the calls to the sisters within serving uh, in the priesthood call, calls that they are given in the church, whether it is a, a leader in an organization or a teacher in an organization or a support to those leaders and teachers, or in fact, uh, a a ministering brother or sister. What have we done with that responsibility? What have we done with those roles that we have? Is there a way that we can perhaps consider ways that we can build upon and magnify those calls that we have been given and responsibilities? So Not not so that we can simply receive an eternal reward, although that is a wonderful blessing in itself, but most importantly, because we do it out of love, those that we serve. We desire to bless and lift their lives uh, through the priesthood, which is the power and authority of God to act upon his name on this earth. Um, I think that that is a very important message to consider. Thank you very much for studying with us today. Please continue to follow the podcast on Facebook, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again.